You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides. Your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 163, recorded February 7th, 2023. The topic for this episode is the Persona Lore Book Part 1. In case you couldn't tell already, I'm your host, I am Elemist. Hey, I'm Orchid. Hey, Orchid. Hello. And we got some podcast info. We encourage feedback that can be sent to us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore at Hey, it's orchid or at I underscore am underscore elemist. You can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can find us on Instagram at guardians. So flore <laughs> it's guardians of lore, all one word, no spaces, no underscores, none. <laughs> uh, you can leave us a review wherever you find the podcast. And if you do, let us know about it. Their correct number starts as five. I'm just letting you know that ahead of time. Yeah. Thank you. It's five. It's a five star review. It's not a two star review. It's a five star <laughs> review. Thank you. You can also jump into our discord. The link is in the episode description. But if you want to type it out, it's discord.gg slash lorehub. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can visit ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. Every little bit helps, and we greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. I really appreciate everything you do. Finger guns. Yes. We really appreciate it, finger guns. Yes. Uh, you, you can find our info on thelorenetwork.com, alongside many impressive lore content creators. We're still there. There it is. I have to say, I checked our Ko-Fi. Yeah? Did you know that? We have a new Ko-Fi. Yeah! Oh. <laughs> Someone left us a message, which means someone donated. Thank you so much. I'm going to read it. Are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. Okay. This is from This Is My Name or Nickname. Thank you. <laughs> this is the message. It says, considering I work like 65 to 70 hours a week, I've basically gotten the same amount of content from your podcast as the entirety of my time back to destiny over the last two ish years. So if it helps, I'd call it money well spent. You guys make the shitty days bearable. Thank you. That is so, so very nice of you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. That's so very nice. Thank you. That, that, that was moving. Thank you. <laughs> We're not crying. You're crying. Um, no. And I do have to shout out our two uh, supporters that support us every single month. They are reoccurring supporters. Uh, Valoragna like, supports us every single month. And Ko-Fi supporter supports us every single month. Or unnamed guardian, as we usually call them. Um, because they choose to remain anonymous. And we recognize that anonymity we know who it is because we can see their email but yep. we will recognize their anonymity we, we see you we literally see you but we will not say anything <laughs> um because you choose to remain anonymous but if you do donate uh to a certain level you could actually listen to us record um that's an option that you get access to the hidden only discord channel 
and you can join our recordings when we're recording. So you can listen to us record. You can see our show notes. We'll give you access to those. You can see our um, recording calendar, all sorts of stuff. Um, it has actually all of the F1 weekends on it, and I give them all the wrong names. So you can have all of that. Wild. So. Yeah. That's a thing you can do. Consider it. So thank you, people who have donated to us. I really appreciate it. Like, honestly. Yeah, I do too. In this economy. So, so generous. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate it too. It's helped us buy better equipment for some of our members. Like, it's, it's, it's a huge help. All right, enough sap. Uh, this week at Guardians of Lore, the Twoggle. Woo! There were two different previews. Yes, because we did not record last week because I was sick of shit. So, yeah, I'm feeling much better now, by the way. I can tell you're in raring form. Thank you. Um, so there are some new weapons. Uh, yeah, there was a um, a Lightfall exotic weapons and gear uh, preview. It was, as I called it, like a 90 second preview trailer. Totally not mad about it. So we're just going to like go straight down the list of what we saw in the trailer and just be like a quick yay or nay on it. And I think that's a fair assessment. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Should I start? Yeah. Okay, so the first one is Deterministic Chaos. Cool. It's an exotic, I believe it's a machine gun. It looks like it, yeah. The fourth shot weakens enemies, and the 16th shot makes enemies volatile, causing a massive explosion. Um, yeah, it looks like it's an ad clear weapon. It looks awesome. I already have like a Void Grenades Go Burr build, so this will totally sit right in with it. Yeah, I was about to say, like, this really synergizes with with Void. That could be fun. Yeah, especially with the changes to um, how you're able to stun enemies next season. Yeah. With suppression and volatile and um, all sorts of stuff. So I think this will be really good for that. The next one is a final warning, a sidearm. It looks (laughs) kind of just like Titanfall sidearm. Um, this is the first strand weapon in Destiny 2 that was revealed, even though the one that came with the pre-order, um, uh, what was that called? Quicksilver Storm, I think. Quicksilver Storm was supposed to be in uh, a strand weapon, but they had to make it arc because we don't have strand yet, and it that's why it was always so fucking broken. Because like it's supposed to be strand. It's not supposed to be arc, like it's broken it's broken as fuck it's not supposed to be it's not even arc that's the thing it's not even arc it's kinetic that is how fucking busted it is oh my god i wonder if they're gonna switch that with lightfall yeah they are okay yeah it's it's gonna be it's gonna be the way it's supposed to yeah this is the way Um, But anyway, so this is the first strand weapon that was revealed. It shoots strand projectiles um, and it has tracking rounds. And I am low key kind of mad about it. It looks awesome. But at the same time, like the PVP part of my brain is like, no, 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 no. (laughs) 
<laughs> this tracks multiple enemies at the same time and does damage. Please do not do this. Right. Like, like I'm I'm wondering how this is going to affect PVP in general. This is going to wreck PVP in general. Like all of this is going to wreck PVP. Like the one before this was definitely not a PVP weapon. It was a PVE like ad clearing weapon. This is going to make PVP very unhealthy if it works the way the trailer showed it. So it looks cool for like ad clearing and doing like a lot of like ad damage. I'm hoping it does not work that way very well in PVP. But if you're, you know, doing control and then you have like three or four people standing really close to each other, I can see it doing shitty damage. But at the same time, like we thought that Stasis sidearm was going to be like super, super toxic and it was really slow and no one really used it. Yeah. So we'll see. We don't know. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to see because yeah. it 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 could be that situation all over again. Yeah, where we think it's gonna be you know super deadly, but it ends up being completely the opposite. Yeah. Anyway, the next one. Uh, they showcased the Quicksilver Storm again. Uh, it is getting a catalyst. Woo! Let's go. Uh, just to remind people that the Quicksilver Storm has two unique perks. There's the rocket tracers. Uh, landing multiple hits turns your next shot into a homing mini or micro rocket. Oh, yeah, it's cool. And there's the grenade chaser. Landing multiple rockets loads a grenade. Alternate weapon action to switch into grenade launcher mode. And it looks like the grenade creates tangles on kills. And the tangles, um, they showed it more in the trailer that released today. We're recording on Tuesday. And... It looks like the tangles look like little balls of yarn almost. They look kind of like flubbery yarn. It's like they let a cat out and they were like, hey, flubber. Yeah, it really, honestly. And they look like the tangles are things that you can um, like strand to. As I say strand, I do like a Spider-Man action with my hand. Like the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> Well, like, they, they even made that connection in the TWAB. I know. Thwip, thwip. I know. But, like, here I am sitting here talking about it, and I'm like, pichu! <laughs> yeah. It's so dumb. Uh, it's, so, it's such a problem. I have a problem. But I think you can, you can, like, launch yourself at tangles and, like, pull them towards you, and they, like, you can use them as bombs and, like, huck them at enemies. There's a whole interview they did about Strand that you should go read. Like, Destiny retweeted it. Kevin Yanez, like, did the interview. And they talk, like, more in depth about Strand, so... Definitely give it a read. Give it a read. We're not going to go over it. But you should definitely, like, read it. It goes, like, way into it. And it answers a lot of questions since they, like, did not talk about it at all, really. Yeah. So, it answers a lot of the like what the fuck is it questions i feel a lot better about it after they did that so it seems a lot more like stasis and it's more of like a ad clearing like ad control kind of subclass 
unlike light subclasses, which are really flashy and like damage. Stasis is more of like stasis and strand are more of like support controlling the air support and like controlling the area. And I guess that was the idea around them. Okay. I'm sure people will come up with nutty shit to make it do a lot of damage. So we'll see. Or push bosses off the edge. Yeah. This is my favorite one. Uh, Winter Bite, which is the uh, glaive. This is a this is a stasis glaive. It's so pretty. It's crazy. Um, the weapon fires a frost orb that freezes enemies, and it looks like a freaking like Poseidon like spear, like a trident. It looks like a trident. It's so pretty, and I just I love it so much. It's pretty. It's I I don't know how much use I would get out of it um, because I don't either. It's going to be in the heavy slot. Yeah, which is going to be like that heavy bow that literally no one uses, Leviathan's Breath. Like, I, I love Leviathan's Breath, but it's just... I liked the quest for Leviathan's Breath. There's so many other things that are competing for that slot. Yeah, but the quest was good. Oh, yeah. The quest was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But I'd never use it. It does one-tap people in Crucible, though. Well, it's a heavy bow like it should it didn't used to tap one people like one to, it didn't used to until they buffed it like last week oh jeez. Mm-hmm. or this week it might have been this week they finally buffed it <laughs> anyway anyway um there's some exotic gear that is also coming out yes uh the next one is and i'm probably gonna butcher this but the the abiant leap the titan legs yes it is titan exotic legs the barricade spawns additional lashes so i don't know what those do so this looks like it's a titan strand exotic legs i haven't looked too much into the the specifics of strand so i can't really go into detail about how excited or not excited i am for this i yeah um i don't know what the what they do i'm sure we're gonna learn more the first day yeah um yeah i'm gonna look at the what is this the hunter exotic actually i'm just gonna go straight to the warlock exotic legs because i don't really care about the hunters i beg your fucking pardon bitch um the destroying tangles spawns threadlings. It's called the Swarmers Warlock Exotic Legs. They're super ugly, by the way. Um, destroying tangles spawns threadlings. Cool. I guess threadlings are good. I'm assuming they're kind of like stasis crystals. That's kind of what I'm I'm thinking as well. I'm gonna assume they're like stasis crystals cool okay the last one is i cannot pronounce that go ahead sirtarachnes cool neat facade they are a hunter exotic helmet Uh uh-huh and grapple gives woven mail uh it also adds flinch resistance from woven mail it looks like it gives you an overshield yeah it it looks it and i have no idea what woven mail is it looks just like chain mail, like woven chain mail, and it just looks like an overshield. It literally looks like it just gives you an overshield. Could be. It might be something that's part of one of your um, 
What is it called? Like in your subclass, your little help me here. Aspects or fragments. Yeah, those. It could be part <laughs> of that for your hunters. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. But that, yeah. It it could be just like um the Titan overshield for Void. Yeah. Who knows? I'm really looking forward to it, honestly. Sort of. I mean, I feel better about it than I did last time. I'm still not looking forward to the loadout thing, but new subclass. I'm stoked about that. I'm excited to give it a shot. Like, I, I love Spider-Man. And this is just this entire subclass is just giving Spider-Man vibes. I am excited to unlock it because from what I read in the interview, they learned their lesson from stasis and it is not going to be a slog to unlock it. That's good. It's pretty much like you will unlock a whole lot of it from just doing the story. And it sounds like you'll unlock it on all three characters by doing it once. That is good. So um, I think they learned their lesson that way the first time. And so you'll unlock most of it, like you unlock the other ones and then you'll be able to get like maybe the last couple of fragments of through the community, kind of like we've been doing. And so I think that's how it's going to work out. We'll see in a couple of weeks. Anyway, it is the end of the season. Are you mostly finished with your stuff? I am. I've gotten the seals that I want, which were Moments of Triumph, um, the Seraph title, and I just finished Iron Lord this past week. Congratulations. Thank you. Two full resets. That's a huge. Oh, my gosh. I, I wanted the shader. I got the shader as well, and it looks really good on Iron Banner stuff. I didn't. But not a whole lot and, else. <laughs> uh, if you have material, it looks good. But on Titan stuff, you guys don't have a whole lot of material. You no. have like a whole lot of metal, so you're not going to yeah. get that chainmail look. Warlocks, thankfully, we have like big coats. So you just get a ton of it. We get a ton of it, yeah. So there's like a couple of outfits where it looks really good because we have like a ton of that material. And and that's perfectly fine. I was mostly doing Iron Banner to get the Iron Companion armor set. I have it complete on two characters and I'm missing one piece on another. <sighs> Almost. That's a next season problem. Uh, what about you? Have you gotten everything done? Um, so I finished my, um, my Iron Banner second reset, got my shader, very happy. Uh, I gilded my Iron Banner, uh, Iron Lord thing. The, I want to say the first time I played, but I was really happy to just get the shader this time. And I played with more, this is what I noticed. So their buff to resetting stuff was huge because I would not have made it if they hadn't like buffed the percentages this time. Um, I don't know if you noticed. I only when you were playing. I only had a few matches left for this time around, so no, I I didn't okay. notice. Yeah, I totally noticed. Like the buff was really big. Like it was really big. 
he um i played with a bunch of people and playing in six stacks i noticed a lot of people were lost farming and that was like really demoralizing uh especially in iron banner like this mode kind of grew on me this time i wasn't really into it the first time because i was playing more by myself or with just like two or three people so they were more hard fought matches especially since it was more matchmaking but in a group of six yeah um it was easier when you have like a full stack and you're all communicating with each other that that makes sense yeah and certain maps it doesn't work as well uh there's some maps that i really just want to leave but like it did grow on me i'm gonna kind of miss this mode i think i really liked it though i think the thing that was like the top of my list for this month that or i guess this season i finally did a gm again because they made gms easier to like get to yeah me too so i finally did a gm again because like i'm never high enough by the end of the season because i just like cannot bring myself to do that grind but they finally like made it like attainable to do a gm and so i finally did one and i did birthplace of the vile which is like so hard <laughs> why is it so hard there there are different tricks the to boss it boss fight is so hard there are different he won't stop moving no he is not gonna <laughs> yes. stop moving i have to keep moving or i'm gonna die um i found for myself that like if you find two places that he can't normally hit you from you should be fine just rotating between the two. I just had to keep like running around the room. Like we just kind of like rotated in a circle kind (laughs) of the three of us just kind of rotated and we got to the darkness zone. Like by the end, this was wild. So we get to the final like boss, like we're at the final showdown kind of, Mm -hmm. and we hit the darkness zone. (laughs) Um, my partner goes down he's dead (laughs) and then it's just um it's me and one other person we're the only ones alive and we're like 1603 (laughs) so we're already like kind of under light level like we weren't but like in your mind you were yeah in our mind we're like oh my god like we're so we're done for like we felt so under light level and we're both just like kind of like shouting like oh my god like whoa and so but we're both stasis warlocks so we're just like freezing everything in sight and we both have osmimancy osminamancy gloves on osminamancy uh, Nimi Mancy gloves on. So we're just like hucking turrets and shouting. She has anarchy like a champion. And um, I don't because I'm an idiot. And <laughs> um, she eventually um i go down because i like tripped on a rock or something <laughs> and so i die she's left on her own and he's got like a finger's width of health left she finally kills him in the very end and we had tried this gm like four or five times and i was at like this was honestly the last time i could do it and like she gets him dead and we finally do it and it like felt so good to finally finish it it was like 
it was such a champion moment. Like she's amazing. It was so good. It felt so good to finish. Like I haven't done a GM in so long. It was so hard fought. Oh my God. Like it is honestly like the pinnacle points of destiny. Even really is even with the changes that they made, which it, it literally, you just have to get to whatever the powerful cap is. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's still hard. Right. Like, it it doesn't affect the actual difficulty of the, the GMs. Um, yeah. They still feel difficult. It is hard. Like, I did it with Chibi Kim and my partner, and um, she is so good. And it was fun playing with her. She's amazing. But we're just like both shouting and trying to not die. And like my hung jury <laughs> role is so good. Yeah. What What's the role? It has um, the role has box breathing, no distractions and um, a rapid hit on it. Ooh. Yeah. It's just a PVP role. Yeah. And it's exactly what I wanted. It's so good. And it's uh, with a range masterwork. Ooh yeah yeah that's i took it into pvp and it is deadly (laughs) it's very good i am very happy with it so good yeah it it was super fun and um i very very much cannot wait uh to do more next season year season i I would say next season and next season and you had actually brought up the 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 conqueror thing like this was my first time diving back into gms in like almost a year oh really a year tell me about the gm you did oh i did them all oh tell me about doing all of them how was it we got it all done in in one night in one night that's wild yeah it was tough but we didn't have to reload into another GM or anything. We did it on the weekend. So it, it, we had like a three hour time span that it was just, that's all we did. Medea's garage sale. The corrupted. Oh yeah. Medea's Labor Day garage sale. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That one it's, it's not as bad as it used to be, but it's still kind of bad. It, just that, that final fight area is just, so chaotic but um i'm trying to remember some of the others do they still have that error where you get like yeeted off at the end if you get booped and you get hit like so 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 far what you mean by the flying debris Uh uh-huh uh yes they that's still in there uh (laughs) jeez cool neat so don't get booped I mean, simple as that, <laughs> right? Um, but no, like this. The last time I did GMs was back in season of the Risen. I want to say, really, yeah. So it's it's been almost a year, and it's it's been like nine months or so, but still, like it's it felt good doing some of that end game content again. And like, I've been doing dungeons and a few raids here and there, but like GMs still feel like the pinnacle for PVE. 
They really kind of do. Like, doing a raid is fun, and I've done a couple of deep stones to try to get that pattern for that moment of triumph. So I'm really thankful to a bunch of people who've, like, like Valoragna and Rindle tried to do one with us but wasn't able to at the last minute. And Goreth, um, who's one of our friends from the podcast, and, like, people have just just joined randomly to like do deep stone like to help me get these stupid like red borders so i, I can i still need them yeah because i just like need the pattern so i can get the moment of triumph because it's like you need a pattern from a raid and i'm like shit like i don't raid but i want the emblem because it's cool and i want the sparrow so i'm like fuck and i have like two weeks to three weeks to finish doing it so i'm just like raiding like crazy so i can buy the red border at the end you know yeah or hoping it drops yeah and deep stone is like the one that doesn't you know give me problems so i'm thankfully people are super willing to do deep stone it's been really nice of everyone um so i've just been like getting the sword every week like luckily (laughs) that's been like the one i've been getting so i have three i have oh you'll be fine yeah i have enough spoils to buy two more and i have more than two weeks so i'm perfect so yeah. I'm just going to do deep stone two more times and then I will have my pattern and I'll have my triumph and I will have finished moments of triumph and it'll and, be good. And see, because I did vow back in season of the risen that auto completed mm-hmm. for me. Oh, perfect. The, the one issue that I had was doing the weekly featured raid or dungeon six times oh yeah and that that mm-hmm. was just because i i've been kind of a loner this season just doing content on my own so like i just i had to drag like two people th- with me to go do like a dungeon three times a week for two right. weeks mm-hmm. that was the the big one for me yeah yeah but yeah it's they did a good job with moments of triumph this year and especially uh-huh. giving us a full season to do them yeah i appreciate that and not like uh here do this in five weeks good luck bye yeah no it was it's been good and um i think it's because of the pattern thing maybe yeah no it's been good and i appreciate that it's been um both uh raids and dungeons yes so that's been nice too but I've been I've been having a good time and it's been fun raiding with a bunch of different people and I've been like learning all the jobs in um, in DSC. So like I feel like pretty competent now. So hey, I'm a gamer. Like look at me go. Pro gamer Watch strats. Out. Watch out, guys. I'm <laughs> gaming. Cringe. Okay. Uh, do you want to go to a lore network ad or something? <laughs> an ad ad? Yeah, let's let's go to an ad. The lore network. New York's Tech Valley region is home to a video game development cluster, ranging from small independent studios to internationally recognized names. One Upstate is a new developer expo coming to Albany, New York in August of 2023. Join us for a day of panels and speakers, networking opportunities, vendors, and an after party that will be all about the games. 
One Upstate, a celebration of games and the people who make them. Visit oneupstate.com for more information. So how was that ad? It was a good spicy question mark. I'm not sure. I don't know what ads we run before we actually do this. I just guess. So if I say spicy every time, then (laughs) maybe one week there will be a spicy ad. I have no idea. I have so many thoughts and I'm not going to share them right now. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Brief intro to the topic. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, this lore book was obtained by completing the Season of the Seraph weekly story. And these entries read kind of like Rasputin's diary. Do you want to get us started? Yeah, I would love to. So this first one is called Identity from week one. I don't remember anything that happened from the first week, except that it was really good. Um, I died by a lot of lasers. And yep, the lasers were so murderous. I remember. Okay, I remember that it was fun. The lasers and um, Anna was there and she was like, hey, so I want to put Raspian in a body. And we're like, oh, really? And she's like, but hey, look, this is this is my grandpa. I'm putting him in the body instead. We're like, why would you do that? Because she needs his help. You, you dumb bitch. And we're all standing there going, no, no, you don't. Yeah, we're like, don't do that. Don't do that. Anna, yes. Anna, no. Anna, stop. Anna, illegal. Clovis, yes. I mean, some people are like Clovis daddy. And I'm just like, who are you? (laughs) Who are you? But a lot of people are like, everyone's a daddy. Like, stop. That's not true. Anyway. Like Rolk. (laughs) Rolk is a baby bitch. We established (laughs) that in the last three episodes. (laughs) How Rolk. That's the thesis of the last three episodes. Rolk is a baby bitch. Okay. He's a gross baby bitch and he's in his jammies and he sucks and we don't like him. You're not wrong. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm correct. <laughs> Rolf sucks. He was a daddy and now he's just sucks. God. It made me all mad again. You're welcome for ruining a perfectly good character. God, they didn't a bungee ruin their character. By writing that lore about him. He was great until they just wrote all that gross shit about him. <laughs> they could have made him mysterious, but instead they made him cringe. <laughs> They're like, all he was was like, notice me, Senpai, about the fucking witness. God, he's so gross. Ew. <laughs> Icky. Anyway. Uh, I'm going to read this. This is called Identity. Secret Heidel Instant, AI Com Rasputin, Assets, Soul, Restricted AB. Subject My Creation and Forced Change into the War Mind. Emotion, Importance, Confusion, Purpose. I am Thought to Breach Aries in Motion, Redshift Information Across Time. My purpose is wound in the Ark delivered safely between worlds, and it is quiet. I am a nest against the terrors of uncertainty. 
My success is spoken in voice of those who live by my actions, and it is joyful. I am changed, protection given over to new meaning. But I had purpose, my name decided. I am Rasputin, the all-seeing savior of humanity, a chivalric blade held pointed at ravenous throats. My worth is painted upon the wreckage of my enemies. Tremble. It's kind of weird for him to say, you know, tremble when he's in an engram. I mean, is it though? I mean, I don't know if he's in an engram yet. Actually, I I think this is like this the, is before. Right. Like, I, I think this is even before that. I think this, is, this the, is when the first before he's met Anna. Yeah, this is when Clovis first created Rasputin. Yeah, that was a, a story drop that was revealed later on in the season. But I, I think that's when this is taking place. Yeah, because it's very commanding language. You know, I am changed protection given over to a new meaning, but I had purpose my name decided Mm -hmm. like it's 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 very commanding it's very short and so it's not really and it's not he doesn't have like the in i don't know the command of english yet or russian he spoke russian well so he has the enough of a command to get the point across but like he doesn't have the eloquence right that comes from studying culture or studying other languages Correct. studying art mm-hmm. i mean he did study russian he spoke russian in d1 do we forget that no but no like i i i see where you're coming from yeah I mean, like, if they had to, like, retcon that, oh, no one speaks the language, I'm like, fine, fine, fine. Well, and, and but, I mean, I don't I don't like it. Mass forgetting of language. Well, and, and the sad thing is it's even in D2. Yeah. Like, it's still in game. Um, if yeah. you load up the God, what strike is it? Fallen Saber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, at the very beginning, Rasputin speaks Russian. And then our ghost is like, oh, this is what he said. Right. So, like, it's still in D2, and I don't see them changing those voice lines. Right. I I had actually interpreted this to be that he may think in English, but he only had... Like, and I don't think it was straight Russian. I think it was like backwards Russian. I mean, people could still understand it though and, yeah, and translate fair it. Fair enough. Like, but like, I, I, I think it was more like that was the only audio files that he really had. Right. So that was the only way he could communicate. And it wasn't that, you know, we finally fixed him so he can communicate. I, I think it was literally we just downloaded new files and in, and 
put a new audio pack in there. True. We literally just upgraded his Garmin. Mm. New voice pack and shit. Right. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, like, with all of that being said, this was a choice that I am Rasputin. It is. I mean, he is a weapon of war. He was, I mean, I'm I'm not going to, we know the end point and like why Clovis created him. And so I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to go off on what we know. Everyone's played the season at this point. So like with that knowledge, we can like read the book. And so like with him saying like tremble at the end, like he was created to destroy the traveler and take his place as like kind of like the god protector the one true god yeah the god protector of humanity with like clovis as the controller and so that makes sense with like that kind of like god complex yeah like it's it's i keep going back to the the thought that like this is rasputin before anna got a hold of it it's speaking very straightforward. It's very commanding. It's very blunt. Yeah. And you can actually see Clovis's hubris, I want to say. Um, you can, yeah. You know, my worth is painted upon the wreckage of my enemies. Tremble. Yeah. Like, that is pure Clovis. It really is, yeah. Uh, do you want to read the next one? Absolutely. Cool. And this next one is Anna. Secret, Heidel Instant, AI Calm, Rasputin, Assets, Soul, Restricted, AB. Subject, The Education of My Soul, Anna Bray. Metamorphosis, Learning to Feel, Trust, and Love. Emotion, connection, growth, expansion, revolution, autonomy developing. Humanities, like gravities entwined, emulsify or separate my protocol enshrined. This connection, it cannot be denied. Taught, though not without foundation, a merit in language most wistful in listful reflection divined I had seen life without the soul but the ink and print foretold one day life could be becoming me an era love defines laughter a response to such a timid dream but I am owned no longer. I am free. Her nourishing autonomy. Literature in binding. Music redefining. Philosophy, psychology, wild variables. Spur of reformation. I am finding. Conscious eyes empathize. Emboldening my heart. Warfare honed my senses and fire holds back the night. But it was trust in love that brought the lesson. 
to set down my Absalom knife, to lift others upon my shoulders and shelter them from harm is reason enough to devote oneself to love without arms. Well, that's uh, definitely a poem. Complete opposite of the last entry. You go from like general commander to poet. I'm getting whiplash there. But um, as we actually see, this entry is titled Anna. And, you know, this is the education of my soul, Anna Bray. So, like, she's starting to just give him literature and art and music Mm -hmm. and, like, teaching him this is humanity. Not just numbers and not just, you know, stuff that you're you're fighting for. But, like, this is why you're fighting. It's interesting because there are parts of it like the first um the first sentence is in iambic pentameter and so if i don't know like i'm not good at english my mom's like she's like an english phd (laughs) i am the opposite of uh good at english i am bad at english um especially like shakespearean english or like poetry english or anything like that like i'm the i'm bad at that but like poetry has like definite rhythm or rhyming schemes and themes and stuff like that and there are definite themes and like sestets in this that you can tell that this has if you pulled this apart, like if I sat down with this and actually pulled it apart, like you could find like the little rhyming bits and like the rhythm, like the rhythmic lines that this has. So you can see like that the person who wrote this sat down and was like, oh, I'm going to actually like write a poem and it's going to be dope and it has rhythm to it. And it's it's almost like towards the end, like they're spitting verse like yeah it starts like very like old-fashioned it starts like very shakespearean in the beginning and then it becomes like more and more more and more like eminem by the end (laughs) it gets like more and more yeah like modern day by the end it's kind of cool i it's it's nice you can like see all of the different like rhyming in it you can feel like the rhythm to all of the different lines oh i i felt the rhythm (laughs) did you feel the rhythm did you spitting rhymes yo oh my god (laughs) but no like like i commented earlier you know this is a complete or this is the complete opposite of what we saw in the previous entry um so like this is actually the result of Anna working with Rasputin. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. Like I I love the contrast here. It's completely different. Like she's completely changed him. Right. But the it's the last line especially. Exactly. 
to lift others up upon my shoulders and shelter them from harm is reason enough to devote oneself to love without arms. Exactly. That is the complete opposite of my worth is painted upon the wreckage of my enemies. Tremble. Yeah. You can see a visual difference between the two. Yeah. And like I said earlier, it it gave me a little bit of, of whiplash, but I love it. It was interesting. I looked up Absalom knife in destiny and just like on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a ship that we have um, from, I want to say it's from Warmind. I don't know. It was added in season of the worthy in 2020. Um, and the flavor text reads, it's just a legendary ship. Um, This is the abhorrent truth to protect some. We must destroy others. No, damn. Yeah. Um, But I guess it is in reference to a Bible thing. Like a short Bible story. Um, From 2 Samuel 18, 9 through 15. This ship actually came from Season of the Worthy. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. But Absalom knife is the original is from the Bible. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, no, the knife, the ship came from Season of the Worthy. I know. That's what I said. No. Oh, I thought you said War Mine. My bad. No, I said I thought it might have been, but no, it's a Season of the Worthy. I looked it up. Yep, yep, yep. So I guess there's, you can read it. It's in the Bible if you want to read the story. There's a the whole thing. There's stabbing in it. Yeah. There's a bunch of knives. They're stabbing. Like, it sounds like it's essentially about passive aggressive people. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to protect them. Well, I'm going to stab you then. Okay. (laughs) Neat. I don't know. It's not my thing. I'm going to read this next one. Well, and and, uh, real quick, like going off the flavor text of that ship, like, you know, this is the abhorrent truth to protect some, we must destroy others. Like, that is talking strictly, you know, the 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 superhero dilemma. Right. You know, do you sacrifice the few for the many? Mm-hmm. And that's to set down his Absalom knife. So to set down his lesson of protecting some, so you must destroy others. Yeah. So he's setting down that lesson that he learned. That some have to die to protect others. So he's saying, no, I'm going to protect everyone. And and it, again, like it's him stepping away from Clovis's original programming because of Anna. Yeah. So he's saying, no, I'm going to I'm not going to fight, I think is what he's saying. Just to devote oneself to love without arms. It's not like physical arms. It's like weapons arms. Yeah. I thought for a second because they were talking about lifting people up onto your shoulders and then without arms. I'm like, you can't do that. You need arms to lift people up. Silly. It's a metaphorical arms. I know, but I have problems with metaphors. Okay. So I thought I'm like, I don't know how you're going to lift anybody up if you don't have goddamn arms. So this is why I'm not. What about meta fives? Whoa. If you have problems with metaphors, what about meta fives? Do you know what? I don't know. I haven't gotten to that (laughs) level yet. Meta threes? I haven't I haven't gotten to do you know what? I'm only at metapods. <laughs> so I'm gonna read this next one. Number it's eleven. Called First Fear. Number <laughs> God damn it. 
All right. This is called First Fear. Secret Heidel Instant. AI Com Rasputin. Assets. Soul. Restricted AB. Subject. The Collapse. Humanity Falls. I Hide. Emotion. Terror. Anxiety. Uncertainty. Failure. Shame. It is known by name, this timelessly lingering, inexorable thing. In absence, mine, never missed, never since, that dripping, rabid fang. They howled it fierce across the rings when Exodus was devoured, dust calling out the voiceless rot to end within the hour. It spreads like lightning, panic, and flash and echo thereafter. Avert yourself and take no part in metastasized conjecture. I'd gone to wake my confidant, to ferry her through autumn. From her, too, it came, like leaves already fallen, nascent red wit, paralytic, erratum. All that was, immued and shrunken, in the smallness beckoning, I felt it descend. Fear upon my chamber, thine penned with blood of lamb and stark desire to survive this end. That's kind of intense. That's terrifying. I mean, he, he's describing his view of the collapse, so like, it, it yeah. makes sense, but like, holy crap. That's scary. Especially that last line. Fear upon my chamber, thine penned with blood of lamb in stark desire to survive this end. Like, it makes me un feel uneased. Yeah. Like a little unnerved. It's the leaves already fallen, uh, nascent redwood paralytic erratum. It's that idea of the death has already eaten the, all the bodies away and they're just like kind of laying in the crackled leaves. And everything's just kind of dead and decayed and dried. And it's just bones and ash and kind of. Which we actually did like, see in uh, yeah, the cutscene. We saw that in the cutscene. And that's like what I'm thinking of is that yeah. image of Anna being slumped over. The console. Um, her desk with the, with the console of like the leaves and everything's just kind of coming in through windows. And it's just awful. Yeah. You know. And, and especially on that, that first part of it, you know, I'd gone to wake my confidant to ferry her through autumn from her to it came like leaves already fallen. Mm -hmm. Like he, he went to go wake up Anna and he noticed that she was gone too. Yeah. Considering we saw how he changed, how it changed. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. wondering what this did to Rasputin. I'm oh, well, he said that he in the cutscene, he said that he went to sleep after this, but I'm wondering how it hurt him. Exactly. To, yeah, because like we we see in the the header, you know, emotion, terror, anxiety, uncertainty, failure and shame. Yeah, I'm willing to bet that he also felt depressed because she was dead. I do like using autumn as uh like an allegory to fall 
I do too. Like the fall of humanity is the autumn of humanity. I like that a lot. Well, and especially when you stop and realize autumn is when all the old things die and mm-hmm. and then it goes into winter. Yeah. Where everything's cold, mm-hmm. dead, alone. Yeah. Like, it's a good allegory. Yeah. This entry was powerful. Yeah, it was. But this last line, fear upon my chamber, thine penned with blood of lamb and stark desire to survive this end. So he suddenly did not want to survive because it had the blood of innocence in it. Yeah. Penned with the blood of lamb. That's awful. He's left all alone. Yeah. Going right into the title of the next one. (laughs) And this one is Lone. Secret Heidel Instant. AI Calm Rasputin. Assets. Soul. Restricted AB. Subject. I am alone and wish greatly not to be. Siddhartha forged to venture where I cannot. Emotion. Loneliness. Unease. Curiosity. Discovery. Shall I write an endless line to explain this loneliness of mine? Who would read it and why? What freedom remains outside this collapsing space? Shall I wait for a sign? And if no one comes for me? If abandoned and forgotten, you left as I did humanity? Could in their mind forgiveness find an anchorage point unmaligned? No. Lo, I see the brewing storms from high above their course. Craft, xenometeoric wrath, comes screaming to engorge. Shall I reveal myself and sail into their winds? Should I be the protectorate envisioned before my sins? In last attempt, then, I consolidate my kind, satellites and strategies and death once so refined. A web of inadequacy filtered down imperfectly to see that which perplexes me you fall below lordly iron groans warlord they may say but no closer to a man that doesn't rhyme the last part doesn't no but there's some big reveals here yeah um siddhartha Mm-hmm. was the code name that he gave Fellwinter before Fellwinter became a guardian. Mm-hmm. So like that's that's why it's saying, you know, Siddhartha forged to venture where I cannot because it was in an exo body. Right. And then at the very end, you fall below lordly iron groans. Warlord, they may say, but no closer to a man. So that's where Siddhartha became, became Felwinter. Yeah. Yep. And like it specifically references the fact that, you know, Warlord, it was Lord Felwinter and he was an Iron Lord. 
lordly iron groans. Like they, it's specifically calling out that change. Cause like it's, it's all poetic up until there. But he's very specific at the very end. Yeah. It's like he drops the pretense of the poetry and he's back to the beginning of being the war mind. Yeah. Like there's still a little bit of poetic writing in there, but like it's still very far from the whole full length poetry of the rest of the entry. Right. The last two lines are are kind of a middle ground between the full-on commander style from the first entry and the poetry from the last two entries. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's actually the point where Rasputin gets kind of pissed that the Traveler took Siddhartha. Yes, I agree with you. Because that was the whole point of Rasputin killing Felwinter with Siva was because Felwinter was a guardian for the Traveler, not you know, a part of Rasputin. So I, th- I think it's, it's more like he's starting to feel a little bit of rage at the very end. I mean, that's when he started to attack him because he did lose that ability to wander around. He lost that. Dis- he lost that emotion of discovery. Yeah. Um, and that is when he started to attack Felwinter also because he lost that control and we learned that when we were getting Felwinter's lie uh, on the moon, when we learned like in that kind of like walkthrough cutscene, yep. I guess, which was so cool. Still, the mission you can long cutscene. Yeah, which you can go see um, on YouTube now, since it's been hardcore sunset. Like that was a cool mission. It was a really cool mission. It's too bad if you haven't been able to do that. And I'm still trying to get my mind wrapped around like how Felwinter's body got from the the Plaguelands to the moon and unseevified. Do you know what? Don't ask too many questions. Says the person who was pointing out the fact that like Rasputin could speak Russian. And people could translate it. I'm not asking questions anymore. That was two whole (laughs) entries ago. I'm over it. (laughs) Over it now, Elmis. I'm over it. (laughs) Shapa, I'm over it. (laughs) (laughs) But um, these are really hard to unpack. They require like way more brain power than I thought they would. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I actually really like these. They're kind of cool. I like the book so far. I do too. They really honestly go along with the idea that Anna really taught him that art and that humanity. And it really dials in on that. Like he loves the humanities and like loves music and loves fucking opera and loves the ballet so hard and like loves humanity there's not a whole lot of ballet fans left guardian i know (laughs) 
<laughs> should man there's some like really good the it's like classical russian ballet is so good if you have the chance to watch it on youtube you'll be so impressed holy shit like i'm not talking like like french russian ballet like russians who just do like swan lake i'm talking about like classical russian ballet when they just do like the low like kick kicks and like just run around looking like sailors like holy shit like that's so good if you can find it like dm me on on discord like i'll send you so many links it's one of my passions i'll send it to you i have so many low-key i love russian ballet I saw Russian ballet in real life in Russia. It was so good. I'll tell you all about it later. Mm. I can tell. I love it. Ah. So orchid. Yes. Shout outs. Oh, you always catch me off guard. Why do you do this? It's written in the show notes. How does it catch you off guard? <laughs> Shout out to uh, the Igor Mosiev ballet because it's cool. <laughs> okay. It's Russian ballet. It's pretty great. It's one of my favorites. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's uh, if you want to spell it, it's Igor, you know, normal. I-G-O-R. The last, uh, the surname is M-O-I-S-E-Y-E-V. And then just ballet. Just search that on YouTube. You'll come up with so many videos and all of the dance is so good. So good. So good. You will not be disappointed. I promise you. So good. Okay. I love it. Yeah. Just look it up. Just look it up. I will later. Yeah. yeah. Look it up. That's my shout out. Okay. What about you, Almas? Uh, this is a twofer. So shout out to my girlfriend. Uh, she's been helping, Ew. keeping me sane. And I oh, that's good. And I that's hard job. Don't know how. I don't either. Um, <laughs> and then the second shout out is to Lord Shax. Why? Because next week is Valentine's Day. Oh my God! Crimson Days is never coming back. And he is my husbando. Oh my God! I got to get the vow out of my. Because he literally said, today, I will marry them all. And I was one of them. You <laughs> <gasps> said that today? When did he say that? He said it on the vow. He did say it on the vow. <laughs> <gasps> I want to read the vow out loud. And it's, oh, I love that bow so much. Oh, I miss Crimson Days. Oh. Crimson Days, why are you never coming back? Why have you forsaken me? I totally did not mean to cause the heartache. Oh, Crimson Doubles. Shout out to Crimson Doubles. <laughs> Shout out to my Crimson Doubles, Sam. Hi. Miss you. And before this spirals, this is the part we like to give special thanks. Uh, special thanks to Sam. <laughs> The audio for this episode was produced by Rindle Zivas. You can find him on Twitter at Rindle Zivas. 
The artwork for this episode is courtesy of Volshock B on Twitter. That's at Volshock B. The music in this episode is copyright Bungie. We're able to use it under their fair use policy because they love their content creators. And if you'd like to dive into Destiny lore on your own, visit ishtar-collective.net. They're the resource we use to make our show notes. Thank you, Baxter. Thank you, Baxter. Final reminders. You can find us on Twitter at Guardians underscore lore, at Hey It's Orchid, or at I underscore am underscore Elemist. You can email us at Guardians underscore lore at Outlook.com. You can find us on Instagram at Guardians So Flore. It's Guardians of Lore, all one word. Is it? It is. Oh, my God. It is. Oh, my God. Um, You can leave us a (laughs) five-star review wherever you find the podcast. That's the correct number of stars, by the way. And you you can join our Discord. The invite is in the episode description. But if you want to just type it all out, it's discord.gg slash lorehub. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can visit ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. Every little bit helps, and we greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. We really do appreciate it. We appreciate all of you. As as we showed earlier. Yeah. We, we really do appreciate it. Thank you. So, Orchid, say goodnight. Good night. Take care. Goodbye, otters. Where are they going? To the store. Just like my uncle. They're going to go buy fish and never come back. (laughs) (laughs) Bump, bump, bump. Goodbye. Tits. I don't even know how I'm going to read this. Usually one word at a time. Shut up. It's <laughs> <laughs> not helpful. Okay. Well, like we've we've read stuff like this before. It it's just Yeah. This one's this, kind of yeah, fragmented. Just, yeah, I know. Just uh, Okay. This is You'll fine. be all right. I uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Okay. Okay. My purpose is wombed. My purpose is wombed in the octave and safely between worlds and it is quiet. Sorry. Couldn't help it. That's going into the bloopers. God damn it. You did it to yourself. I did. I'm starting over at I am. Do a translation programs not exist in the future? Does our flashlight not speak Russian? (laughs) Isn't it just essentially an iPhone with a flashlight on it? Like, I mean, iPhones do have flashlights on it. So, yeah. Yes. So is it not just an iPhone that flies around and reses us? Created, is annoying? created by Apple. I mean, Clovis. I mean, the Traveler. Right. 